Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Hey everybody, hope you're doing well today. We want to think about how do we mature during the storms of life. This past Sunday we talked about conquering storms and we looked at a passage from Luke where the disciples were in a boat with Jesus when a really big storm came upon them and the storm was so big that the water was swamping their boat and the disciples were terrified and Jesus was asleep at the moment that the storm came and so they rushed to Jesus' side and they woke him up and they said this phrase, Master, Master, we are perishing. And Jesus awoke. He rebuked the disciples' faith for being small and then he rebuked the storm and the storm calmed and the wind stopped and the, and the rain stopped and the howling thunder and, and lightning all ceased in a moment and it's really a dramatic scene to even think about. If this scene was captured on video or someone made a movie about it, it would be spectacular. But even to read, it, it's quite amazing to think about. And I want to think about this today is, is how do we mature because of storms in our lives? And when I say storm, I don't necessarily mean a rainstorm or a thunderstorm. I just mean some difficult hardship, something that we're battling that is uncomfortable and difficult and painful and lonely feeling. Because storms take on all shapes and sizes in our lives. And one of the problems I notice with those kinds of things in my life is that sometimes I act the exact same way that I acted in a previous storm. So if we're using the scenario of that passage that we spoke on from Luke, let's say it happened again. The disciples were in a very similar storm that they were before, and Jesus was in the boat just like he was before. He's napping just like he was before. The water is swamping the boat just like it was before. And the disciples act the exact same way they did before. They rush to Jesus' side, they wake him up, and they say, Master, Master, we are perishing. And Jesus has to do the same thing. He has to rebuke their faith, their small faith. He has to rebuke the wind and the sea and calm it in a moment. And the disciples didn't learn anything from the past storm. Now, to my knowledge, that didn't happen. I think the disciples did have a similar scenario come up because Jesus one time fed 5,000 people with a boy's small lunch, if you remember that. Just a few loaves of bread and a few fish. Jesus fed 5,000 people, and some people believe it was even bigger than that. It might have been up to 15,000 people because it said 5,000 men, maybe not even including the children and the women who were there. And then a couple passages later, I mean a few chapters later, Jesus feeds 4,000 people. And <clears throat> excuse me, the disciples are in a similar situation as they were before. And they're now questioning, just like they did before, where are we going to find food for all these people? And Jesus seemingly has kind of a perplexed response to the disciples saying, you know, don't you remember what I did with the 5,000? This is 4,000. This is less people than I had before. It's a similar situation. And now you're asking me the exact question you asked me the time before this. Where are we going to get food for all these people? I'm Jesus. I can bring food from a boy's small lunch. I could bring food from anywhere. I could drop food from the sky if I want. So the disciples were like us in the sense that it took them a few times to mature before they started handling situations differently. But I'm going to be honest. I want to be that person. I want to be the person that matures and begins acting differently in the midst of storms than I did before. I don't want to act the same way with small faith over and over and over. 
And I'm going to be honest with you guys today. Sometimes I find myself doing that very thing. Sometimes I find myself at a very similar storm that I was in before. And it's like my faith hasn't matured at all. I'm still complaining like I did before. I'm still murmuring like I did before. I'm getting angry and frustrated at life like I did before. I'm saying the same prayers to the Lord. Like, Lord, you know... Um, I have a lot on my plate right now and I can't handle such a thing and I need you to calm this. I need you to make it better. Instead of trusting, instead of learning from the same storm that God brought me through the time before this and acting differently. And I don't want to be that kind of person anymore. And I want to think about that today is how can we mature and act differently in the storms of life, especially very similar storms than we've already faced than we did previously. And I just want to think about how to do that today. And I think there are some practical things we can do. One of the things that I think maybe sometimes is overlooked is that the fact that we're in a storm, sometimes life seems too random, doesn't it? Sometimes we we give too much happen chance or things like that to life when, when we realize that we have a God, a sovereign God who watches over our life and that who's guiding our every detail of life to accomplish his will. And I was even talking about this with my wife the other day because we've been going through a a bunch of different stuff at the same time and it's all very hard. And I kind of told my wife, I kind of admitted to my wife that everything just kind of seems chaotic at the moment. It just seems random. It doesn't seem to have any purpose or have any connection or the dots don't connect. And I, I know that wasn't necessarily right to feel, but that's kind of how it felt. And I think one of the reasons that it feels that way is because I don't identify the storm when it comes. I just function based on how I feel and how life is going that day. And what I'm not asking us to do is overanalyze things and and start to, you know, make cryptic messages out of the things of life. But I think it's okay that when God brings something difficult in our life is to recognize that it's something difficult. Recognize that it's something painful. Recognize that it's a storm. It doesn't have to be the most intense storm we've ever faced. But it's okay, and I think it's good to recognize that we're in a storm. And unless we recognize that we're in some kind of trial or some kind of storm, I don't think we're necessarily going to handle it correctly. See, when the disciples were in the boat with Jesus and the water was coming into the boat, It was obvious that it was a storm. I mean, the wind was around them, the waves were around them, the sea was rocky. And they recognized that this was a storm. And I think it was quite obvious what they should have done based on the fact that the storm was really bad. If they had recognized that, hey, you know, it's just wind and it's just water and it's not really a big deal, the disciples may not have done anything anything proper to go to the Lord and ask for his help. And even though they showed a lack of faith, I think one thing the disciples did right is that they went to their Lord. They went to their Savior, their personal Savior, for help. I think that was one of the things the disciples did right. And I don't think they would have done that if they didn't recognize they were in the midst of something beyond them. And I think the step one that we need to do in order to mature in the midst of storms is to recognize that what we're facing is beyond us. Just because we have faith, it doesn't mean that we are supposed to handle things on our own. In fact, I think there's an interesting contrast or complexity in Scripture of maturity in faith. 
maturity and faith in the Christian life is sometimes handling situations with the wisdom and the knowledge and the strength that God has provided for you. But I think there's also a childlikeness in the faith that needs to remain wherein when we're facing hard things and difficult things, God wants us to come to him during those times. One of the greatest things I love about having children is that children do that really well. When children are scared and are terrified and they're facing something beyond them, they're not afraid to ask their parents' help. And so, sure, sometimes that gets exhausting when you have seven children like I do and it just seems like you can't get a moment to yourself because your children are always asking you for help. But I'm going to be honest, one of the sweetest things about my children is that they, they do that really well. They come up and say, Daddy, I'm scared. Daddy, I need your help. Daddy, I can't do this on my own. And, and that's endearing to me because I love to help my children. And I would say that about our God is he loves to help his children as well. He loves when his children recognize that something is beyond them and they bring it to their dad and their father and they say, Father, this is too big for me. I need your help. Not in a whining, complaining, lack of faith way like the disciples when they said, Master, Master, we are perishing. I don't think that's right to do. I want to make that clear. I don't think the disciples were right by saying that and by doubting. But I do think they were right in the sense that they came to their Lord for help. Their answer probably should have been different and, and they should have said something similar to, Lord, we need help calming our fears or we need help handling this storm in a proper way. But they said, Master, we are perishing. That was the wrong part. But I think the right thing they did is they went to their Savior and they said, Lord, we need you. We need you during this time. This is too big for us. This is too scary for us. We need your assistance during this time. I think the Lord would have found that endearing and I think he still does. Even, no matter how much we mature in the Christian life, I think he loves it when his children come to him for help. And I think one, one step into maturing is recognizing that as soon as we can. When something is beyond us is to recognize it as beyond us. And then going to the one who can help us and give us strength to do that. Because we're never supposed to get too big, too mature in our life that we don't need God anymore. We're supposed to always need God. In fact, I think... The longer you're a Christian, the more intense the storms are going to be. And that's kind of on purpose because the stronger you get, the more you're able to handle. Therefore, the storms need to get more intense. And the more intense the storm gets, the more likely it is that you'll run to your father for help. And I think the Lord wants that. And I think that's the first step into maturing is recognizing that you're in something that you're not able to accomplish. Number two is this, is to recognize that it's there for your good and not for your harm. And if there's a mistake that I make with storms, it's it's the fact that I recognize too often that I'm kind of a victim of the storm. That I know I don't deserve what's happening, that something cruel is happening to me to me right now. I think that's where I often get off track instead of recognizing that storms are placed in my life for a very good reason. They're placed so that I do mature so that I do grow, so that my faith does get stronger, so that I become more Christ-like. When I become a victim because of storms, I start to act very improperly. I start to act like everything that's happening to me is wrong and, and out of order. And I start going to God with, with complaining and murmuring and like the Israelites did in the wilderness. God, this shouldn't be so difficult. God, this shouldn't be so hard. 
Instead of going, God, what is this sent for? Why is this in my life? What can I learn from this? And that's one of the reasons, one of the ways I want us to mature is, is to recognize that storms are sent by our loving God to help us grow and mature. And if he doesn't grow us and mature us, he doesn't make us like his son. And if we don't become like a son, then we're not ready for heaven. And so God does mature us. He brings us through storms to help us mature and grow. And, and if we will recognize that as soon as we enter something difficult, that God is good, God does love me, God is putting me through this on purpose to grow my faith, then I think we'll automatically be in a better position to handle things more properly. So number one is recognize it's beyond us. Number two is recognize that it's good and it's from God. Number three, remember what God has already done. Remember what he's already brought you through. One of the ways we can really help ourselves in storms is to remember, is to look at a storm and go, whoa, this, this looks pretty similar to something that I faced before. God has brought me through something like this already. I remember a time when he did this. I remember a time when God was there for me. I can remember a time when God saved me during a very similar storm like this. I think too often we're forgetful in the Christian life. When we're forgetful, we act as if we're starting from scratch. Instead of going, wait a minute, God's brought me through something like this before. And I learned something through that process. I learned how to trust. I learned how to pray. I learned how to call out to God. I learned how to recognize my sin. And then start using those lessons in the brand new storm so that we can act better and more properly. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think I'm very good at that yet. I think that's something I still need to grow in. To say to the Lord, Lord, I remember what you've done for me previously. I remember when I was in a situation similar to this, how you delivered me. If the Israelites made a mistake, it was with that. They never remembered what God had already brought them through. When God brought them through the plagues and then brought them to the edge of the, the Red Sea, they forgot that God delivered them from the plagues. When they got through the Red Sea and they got into the wilderness and they were hungry, they forgot that God brought them through the plagues and through the Red Sea. When they were thirsty, they forgot how God dropped food from heaven and how God delivered them from the Red Sea and from the plagues. They forgot. And by forgetting, they started to murmur and complain and act all kinds of sinful towards the situation. One of the best ways we can help ourselves mature in storms is, is remember. And I don't know what you need to do in order to remember. If you need to write it down, if you need to think, if you need to pray, if you need to pause in the midst of the storm and, and do some remembering, then I think that would be a very, very good exercise. I think if we did those three things, if number one, we recognized it's beyond us and we went to the Lord as soon as possible. Number two, number two, we remember that it's for our good and that God is doing something to strengthen us. And number three, we remember what God has already brought us through. If we were to do those three things, we will start to mature in storms, become better versions of Christians. We'll be more trustworthy, more trusting, more loving, more obedient. We will be less murmuring, less complaining, less doubtful. We would honor and glorify the Lord more and we would grow faster. And that is the whole point of storms is that so we grow up to become more like our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope that's a blessing to you to think about storms properly. And maybe you're in, you're in the midst of a storm right now that you can use these things to apply to them right now. But either way, another storm is coming 
Next time it does, recognize it. Go to God. Remember that it's for your good, that he does love you. He died on the cross for you. And number three, all the ways he's delivered you previously up to this point, that he's not going to abandon you. I love what Charles Spurgeon said, my favorite preacher. He said, he who has brought me through six troubles will not abandon me in the seventh. What a great reminder. I hope that would bless you today to mature in storms and become a more strong and mature Christian based on what God has already brought us through in this life. May that help you today. May you be blessed. And I thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.